What's good, Internet? And welcome to session 98 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I am the true father of Super GG Radio. It is my triumphant return to the garbage fire. I am here in the flames. <laughs> this podcast, without me, is still trash. And you know what? This is proof that this, with or without me, we are still garbage people. That's what I represent here. That's what I'm saying. That's my stance. That is my. That that's the stance. That's the hill I'm dying on. With or without me, the the trash here is not all my fault. That that's the I hill mean, I'm dying. I, I don't think that's up for debate. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Make it sure. We're barely yeah. all clearly Oscars. Yeah, man. Whatever you say. <laughs> I'm waiting for sure. my Tony in the mail. Though I got to work on the Getty voice. Getty's voice is pretty cool. Uh, with me <laughs> this week is Koopa Troopa with a green shell, Joel DeWitt. What's good, Joel? Welcome home, great and powerful Bowser. We've uh, kept the lava pits boiling for your pleasure. Can I be Ludwig von Koopa instead of the Koopa Troopa? No, you throw those weird shapes, no. the triangle and circles. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I like the weird shapes. I'm real well, into the weird shapes. I'll allow it. Now, uh, with the first sacrifice, low-level Goomba, Eric Getty Gettinger, you like dancing in elevators, and you ruined our format and branding. And I would do it again, Alex. I represent the audience. Shut your door to your whore mouth. (laughs) Wow, you butchered that one. (laughs) That's a a Bowser voice. There you go. We lost our White Claw sponsorship, and I was going to get my own flavor. Yeah, what flavor? It was, it, I'm not going to go into it. It was going to be mildly offensive, a la a uh, uh, what is it, the Dr. Disrespect flavor. I'm not going to continue that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, I what, prefer... Was it just jalapenos and vinegar? No, you know what? Arona with lime is pretty good. Yeah. Arona with lime is pretty good. Uh, I also like how, uh, for the people watching in uh, Twitch, Joel silently moves off camera. Well, he's got to get the pup. I Distancing had a ourselves here. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, the person in charge of sh- making sure the sausage gets made here on the ones and twos, the producer on the boards, Alec Parks. Hey, welcome back, Big Daddy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, there, there's still no explanation how I got Bowser Jr., but uh, that's that's just the way it is. You know, parenthood. I, mean, right? I don't think we can go over that in a PG-rated podcast when a bowser loves a peach sure immaculate coop section there's i don't know that... there's a lot of good jokes from origami king about bowser being a single dad so there's a lot of questions there there's a lot of questions yeah. all around and i am not prepared to answer them i do want to say with my triumphant return i have also come to you a man of the people I have made millions now on GameStop stock and AMC stock and have lost it all. I'm salty. But yes, you should be. Yeah, well, you know, it also races us towards early adopters. We got some good content with early adopters. I, I got some stuff while I was gone. Uh, we got some Microsoft taking a dump on our hearts in the news and talk to some giant heads in the backlog blog. But first, early adopters. We play alphas, betas, and demos that literally dropped today. We're talking about that Battle in Wonderland. Uh, available Thursday. And make sure to download and play it before recording. 
You're not supposed to read what's in the parentheses. He does it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and he put that there, I'm sure of it. Ron Burgundy's back, baby! Let's go! So, I have me. to say, though, there, there's no game called Balin's Wonderland. What? Is it's Balin's Wonder World. Oh, is it? Mm. Yep. Well, it, well, it's something no, all right. We've that ruined the podcast already. Tell. Let's shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. I blame Joel no, for all of this and everything that no came along with it. You know, if fire. you always blame me for it, you're going to be right about 70% of the time. So, Alan Wonderworld. What the hell did I play? I. <laughs> wait, so the trailer came out a while ago, and me, I know me and Joel were kept pretty blown away with a mystical Wonderland that like lights and shine in like a show it seemed very vaudeville there's a character with a hat but his eyes come out through the hat so that's always kind of funny uh yeah. when that happens because that's not how i think a work. cartoony arson from persona 5 yeah okay you know is that solid. why he looks familiar but i've never played persona i saw him and i was like i've seen this character before this is he also I, kind of reminds me of uh what was it the sega saturn game nights the... in the dreams that yeah, is exactly what Nights platformer kind of gameplay and art style i'll even say the art style is pretty generic but very bright and colorful you start out on an island and then you get world one and kind the of first like, world's iowa Let, let's be honest here it, it's it's iowa joel can speak like, from experience it's a farm it's a <laughs> it's, farm it's world. farming it's corn it's it's a vast expanse land that's just empty that that's iowa <laughs> Then, then you, then it, you know, you have the world hub, and it actually kind of it, it, that that is like where it's closest to like Mario sixty four. You know, you pick world the world one, but then you pick which part of the stage you want to go to, and there's collectibles galore, powers that have you changing, changing into Your like a costume, costumes, yeah, that first one that you unlock, the wolf is basically Crash. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend it's not. Yeah, it's it's crash. No, I, I'm I'm sorry. All all of these suits that they played so far, I could see what they were riffing off from Super Mario Odyssey. Like, there's that one where it has you like extend your neck out and then you yep. sort of pop yeah. up, and that was one of them on Odyssey. The um, I think the Pid one had some sort of similar. That one actually lets you do the ground stomp. Yeah, right, right. That that's something that really bothered me in this. Uh, one of many things, honestly. The every button was a jump button. Yeah. Yes. A- every single one. Like, and, and why do you bother mapping it to all these buttons? And why don't you have a separate button for? And it's because like even jumping is contingent on what suit you have. So like without a suit, you can jump. Some of them are like jumping with special effects. Like one of them was. I was it a bird? I figured it was a bird or whatever, but like you fluttered in the air if you held down. Like you're, that was a rabbit, Yoshi. which is weird. Yeah, yeah it was a rabbit. Like a, it was like ding, it was like Yoshi's ding-o. jump. Yeah. So, 
Oh, and I just I think it plays like garbage. <laughs> well, okay, I didn't I didn't want to jump there, Joel, but since you kind of got into it, I have yeah. to say that I did not enjoy this. The reason being is very similar. I just felt like the the things you could do were very minimal. Again, you could jump, and that's all. That, like they're like, okay, you could jump, got it, that's it. Oh, new costume, your jump now is a flutter, cool. But there's no there's no other activities. There's not you, you just you have to figure Wait, out. You these... never fed the little chick things that follow you around. They could give you pick uh, items that you would just have to collect anyways. So no, I no, found if you it. Go back into the main. Oh hub. yeah, you yeah. feed them. You feed them the gems yeah. you collected in yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, just more fundamentally, this game felt like a PlayStation One, PlayStation Two game. Like the we have gone a long way from those days where. The movement was kind of slippy, you know, and you didn't slow. feel like it was precise. It was slow. I mean, part of the slowness, too, is that your character is running along fine, but he's making barely any progress moving on the field as he sort of treads along, right? So it, it just created this situation where the levels weren't all that big, but just walking across the smallest space felt like this big journey of having to go across all of it. it kind of sucks. Yeah, and then throw in the, the the costumes just giving you just changing your jump so it doesn't necessarily enhance doesn't give you another like if if i were a wolf and i was designing a game and I, you know i, I don't want to play backseat uh, game developer but i would be a jump and then you do like an attack like a downward strike hey that way i can still jump but now i have another ability add it to the plethora of items that i could use give me more well, than but- one not just jump I really like that you're limited to one action per costume because then you have to actually manage which three costumes you have in a world. Because you, there are there's the dragon that you get in chapter World One, Chapter Two that has no jump but shoots fireballs. Yeah, I mean there were certain cost or certain characters in Mario Odyssey like that too. There was like the totem with the the sunglasses on it and you didn't really jump there. I, I just I feel like Mario and this is comparing this is comparing it to like the best in class, so it's not quite fair, but Mario Odyssey seemed to really make those situational, right? So like there'd be portions of a level where you had to use that and then it wasn't really all that helpful beyond that. Uh, I, I mean this Balan does something interesting in that like the costumes also act as your hit points. So it, this didn't impact me until the boss of the first world. But you get hit, and then it sort of pops off the costume, and then it shuffles to the next one. You can hold three at a time. And then, you know, it acts as your hit points, which is kind of a nice, interesting way to shoehorn it in. But it's just that, for the most part, I didn't find much fun in any of the costumes. Like, the... The pig one was interesting a little bit just because it had the nice, you know, butt bump on the ground, but nothing really grabbed me here. I don't know that we're the target audience for this game. I mean... Who, I, who is, though? I, Not you. I, I think it's people who enjoyed Nights because we yep. got this fun, just laid back, explore and collect game. That, and but I also it, think that it might be worth... Finding, you know, uh, I played a couple games recently that I just felt like I didn't understand what the audience was. But in this case, I find like the audience is everybody that's not like, like, like again, you're trying to like, oh, I want to find the best in class platformer. But that's because you've played them all before. If you're right. just like, oh, I play, you know, 
three games a year, give them Balan Wonderworld, you know, like, and then that, then it, it, it's easy, you know, easy to kind of pick up and go. You're not, you're not doing these super hardcore challenges. You, you use a, you know, no offense, Joel, give it to your kids. Yeah. Actually, no, they, I think that your kids could enjoy this. They've got better taste than this. Sorry. I think Are you my kids forcing could probably them? enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. I let my kids uh, run to their own passions and desires, and, and they know a good game when they see one. And but that's see, why the house has been lit on fire twice so far this year, Joel, because you just <laughs> let them run around all willy-nilly. Mm. You probably shouldn't teach your kids how to make grilled cheeses at eight, you know, age six. Yeah. <laughs> well, how else are they going to have it with their uh, soup? That's yeah. true. Um, no, I... I, I I get the point that like it, the people who would be interested in this are ones that have a fondness for Nights in the Dreams, but this doesn't play like Nights in the Dreams. Like there's even that one section where you can get into like a bonus round with the the top hat guy, and it fools you into thinking it's going to be like a Nights in the Dream thing, but it's just like a quick time event thing, where they just have you synced up his movement with like a, a shadow. And that was the biggest switcheroo that ever came in a game and i'm just uh, that is something i'm actually angry about <laughs> from well this i mean demo. well here's the thing for me why why what why did you yeah that too why the, he, yes. the, the, the main maitre d host of balin the, the, uh, i suppose his name is balin um yep appears and he's like oh bonus world check this out i'm gonna punch this meteor and you're like you know, match my movements and you're like okay and then he punches the meteor and he goes good job and then he walks away and he's like wait when you say meteor do you mean giant piece corn of corn cob. yeah <laughs> was it well there's a corn the one, I saw one of them pushed, was the torn cob yeah the one i saw but he punched a like, rock yeah there okay. was like three things that he punched per balin what was it called balin bonanza Bana- it's bonanza Blitz. or something yeah i just i just didn't know Bail why out and then and then oh so and one of the times you he he kind of appears in the stage to kind of give you like a little bit of like poof I'm here then I'm gone, mm-hmm. but again there, there, there's no reason why like at one point he like the first time I saw him he goes I will sometimes appear and then sometimes I'll disappear at my will and then it's like okay wait so sometimes you'll be here and then you'll just leave and because you want to. That's the sentence. So yeah. he's an adult show up when... in this scenario. Because <laughs> you're playing as that a kid. about right. And the adult's just like, hey, I might be here. I might not. I might not be. Have fun. I think we need a bail-in registry so we can partition the kids off far away enough from him. All right. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I, I, I think that kind of encompasses my thoughts on bail-in Wonderworld so far in the half an hour I played, which is like, a, you know, I don't want to You missed that. one thing. The music was reminiscent of Final Fantasy Thirteen, which is 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 I I really like that music and that's yeah. good, but I'm just saying is that my whole thought process behind the half an hour I played is I don't know the point, I don't. Your kids. Well, you were looking for that p- missing piece of your heart. It said so in the super trippy intro. I must have but, missed that. <laughs> well, okay, your kid is kind of sad, and you find a fluff ball, and then all of a sudden you're part of the carnival. And then he goes, we'll find your missing piece of heart. But, like, is that what was going on? I thought you were just kind of bummed. You had, you know, you're having a rough day. You know. I helped a farmer today and then had a sick dance routine with him. Yeah, just, that sounds about right. Yeah, I just, don't, I just don't know why, what the point is. Like, why does it, what is the... We may never the, know. Yeah. 
Look, feed you, them you had, gems. You had, Why? You had Cloud dancing at the nightclub uh, for no good reason. The honeybee I mean, in? What's, what's the difference? He had oh, a reason. Man. Yeah, he definitely had a reason. Come on. He was cool as hell. Total sexual positivity. Be who you are. Mm. Dance it out. Um, Alex, yeah, bit... your camera is frozen and it's hilarious. Is it? That happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'll just do one of these. The So, Balin Wonderworld, I think, is something that I feel like I might kind of move past just because I found that I felt the gameplay limited limiting and I found that the the puzzles and the problem the the problems that you're trying to solve with your abilities don't necessarily I felt like they were they were created by the fact that you just they just didn't give you a lot to do the the only good thing to me was the music in this game and even then, Daddy, you say Final Fantasy Thirteen, but like it, to me, I heard tones of Super Mario Odyssey in it. So, um, you know, th- there's there's some borrowing of ideas here, and the problem is that you can do that, but you have to have the fundamentals down, and the platforming and movement fundamentals themselves are inherently broken in, in comparison to better platformers. It just doesn't work. Getty, okay. you've been pretty silent. What did you think of Balin Wonderworld? I, I, I think I gave all that I had to say. <laughs> I don't know what it. I played. I honestly don't know. I feel like they were trying to do too much. I think that's a very fair assessment with the different outfits. They felt very ripped off of other games. I don't think there's any avoiding saying that, but the music... I definitely got vibes of Final Fantasy 13 when you're running around in the giant open fields. So, I did like the music. Some of the events were kooky. Not really sure what's going on in that game. Okay. Maybe I'll play it. Just to spite Joel. <laughs> it's it's no skin off my wallet. I am going to wishlist it, and if it drops at like 10 bucks, I will pick it up. Get it for Joel, too. Please don't. We'll all get him a copy of it. <laughs> For your kids, Alec? Doing the Did same thing there, Alec. That, third, yeah, per- that third person? Yeah. Okay. Now, to go in a complete opposite direction of bright, colorful, and happy, I played the Resident Evil 8 demo. Maiden. Maiden. Now, uh, the new Resident <laughs> Evil is based off of not based off of, but it's, it's on the same kind of formula of seven where it's first person. It is more about running and hiding. Yeah. And you're the same about, bro. Well, and you, Oh, are you the same guy? Yeah. Okay. We talked and about now, it last week on the podcast, Alex. You think he listens? Dumpster <laughs> fire because of you. I'm halfway through. Halfway through. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, it is an eight foot, uh, someone for, uh, Kevin in the chat, eight foot goth mommy vampire. Uh, yes. Yes, she's like eight feet, because at the end of that demo, she stabs you through the chest. Sexually. Second. Well, mm, I don't... Is it ever not when you're dealing with Vlad the Impaler? I mean... I mean, yeah, I'm not going to kink shame, but I am going to say that it was... That demo was very creepy, starting out in a cellar, uh, jail cell, and everything was wet. Kind of like a Walmart bathroom and you don't know what the substances that are making everything wet 
and some of the noises. <laughs> I think it's after you get the lock pick, something starts to like rattle around. Yep, and you can't, and you don't know where it's. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't actually have a source. You just hear something crawling around. Rattling's not usually the noise you hear in a Walmart bathroom. No. Um, I mean, there was a lot of slashing too. Got weird wetness. Yeah. And you know, then you're you're tasked with doing the Resident Evil thing. You have to find, like, you know, there's a door that only one eye is in it, and it needs to have a second eye. You find a ring that's got an eye in it. You take this eye out of the ring, and you put it in the door, and the door opens. That yep. you know, res- that's Resident very Evil Resident stuff. Evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm super excited for this game. Huh. I'm gonna go back and play Biohazard again. Yep. And th- this looks great. Uh, not to brag. It looks phenomenal on the PlayStation Five, and that was totally uh, a brag. Yep. Yeah. Yep, well, yep, yep. welcome to uh, the future, Arona. Uh, Alec, <laughs> I'm told you should nuke that bot. I'm nuking that bot. That being said, I think that uh, it, it is a good uh, piece of content that Resident Evil ate the demo at least, and I will say I will not be playing this unless I have somebody to accompany me. I made Beth stay up extra late because I did not want to play it by myself. That's usually what I do, but I don't have my buddy. No Steve. I know. I've been texting him already. There's a Steve-shaped hole where your couch is. Right. He says he misses you deeply, Getty. Does he? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where does he say that? Resident Evil 8 is, 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 it looks promising, and it looks even more promising on PlayStation 5. So, uh, I recommend that one. It's very short. It's very short. That thing is 20 minutes. Is the gameplay similar to seven? Yes, first exactly. person crawling around, right. finding items, and there's a lot. There's a lot less emphasis on combat. I I liked the the tone of seven for like the hour I played of it. Too spooky. I tried. I couldn't get through it. It's just uh, it's just a tad too visceral for me. Now imagine oh people did that God. in VR. Did the full game? No. No, I'm not going to imagine it. I don't want. That would be. I want to sleep awesome. tonight. And so, Joel, you no. didn't finish it, is what you're saying? A- like most games, I did not finish it. <laughs> okay, so Alex, you did finish it, if I remember correctly. Eight or seven? Seven. Uh, I've beaten three Resident Evils, sir. And is one, seven two, one of and them? Three. Okay. One, two, and three. <laughs> so one of the most terrifying things that that Steve and I played, and I'm sure that there's going to be something akin to it, but the spider lady, where she would turn into, like, a spider, and then she would be climbing on the ceiling and, like, drop on top of you. Um, That game had a lot of creepy stuff like that. Even from the beginning, when you, like, walk out into the hallway and you're like, oh, I'm just going to, like, book it to the other side, and then the guy shows up with the shovel and he starts wailing on you, like, oh, well... You can't Wasn't there a chainsaw either. fight at some point, too? There were multiple chainsaw fights. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally fighting somebody with a chainsaw while you have a chainsaw. It's ridiculous. I did. Yeah, I guess you did have a chainsaw at one point when you were fighting. A, but that was also, like, uh, Evil Within. I think this the second one had a dual chainsaw fight as well. It's mm. There's a lot of good scary games out there, guys. Now, good elk, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, going back to several weeks ago, man, the deep nest creeped me the frick out in Hollow Knight. Yeah, it's yeah. Good I've been 
I've been poked in there. The 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 stitter sound. They they get that stitter sound really good and the kind of screeching that some of those <laughs> things make too. I still have not found the spider boss. I've been poking around there a lot. Do you have the crystal dash yet? Probably not. You need the crystal dash to. There's get also two different bosses in that area, Joel. I don't. Did I, I did two? fight one. It wasn't a spider though. I think there is. I think there's two. I have to relook. Anyway, continuing on to uh, the third game I'm bringing. I, I am I'm breaking the segments as always. Getty always hates that I continue these segments, making them longer. I also played Clone Drone in the Danger Zone. Danger Clone. Zone. That one's just fun to yep. say. It is. Uh, it's still in. Uh, it's in early access. It is. Very much made still in that that voxel Minecraft look. It's very simplistic. And oh okay, wait, so here is the setup, and I just want to I just want to throw this whole setup out there because it, it really changes as you play. You are a square robot, and you have a attack where you swipe vertically. If you move when you swipe, he'll attack horizontally. They throw you in arena, fight these other two robots. You fin you kill them. You go back to your base. They say, here is a skill tree. It's got three three different uh, segments. Do you want to get a bow and arrow? Do you want to have a dash? Or do you want to have fire on your sword? You get one skill point. Okay, continue. You do it again. Now it's three robots. Okay, do it again. Now it's it's two archers. Okay, and each time you have a, you get a new skill point, you're going through, and you're like, I'm like, this is boring. This is silly. It's just the same thing. Um, <laughs> but one of the times... After like 10 times, I heard a voice in my head that said, hey, I know that you are a human and stuck in a robot's body. I'm going to try to get you out. Go towards the trash compactor. You go towards the trash compactor and then there's a whole escape. You're running. You're in the real world. You're on the robot planet and you're running and you're a little voxel guy and then you escape. Then the game starts again where you're now a new robot. And it, it, what, it, what it's saying is that the, as you progress, you're trying to – these are humans put in robot bodies, and they're try, you're trying to get them to escape. And it and actually becomes more of a roguelike because the skill trees expand as you continue. And if you die, they give you a new robot, and you start the skill trees over, but now they're still just as expanded. New things have unlocked. So now you have more places to put your skill points. You, get, you can have a giant hammer. You can have – you know, a tornado swing. You can have all these different stuff that only unlocks after the the one robot has died or escaped. All right, now I want to play this. <laughs> yeah, and the, uh, would you and play then, this on Switch? Not yet, I don't think. Now, what kept me going because I and initially I did not like it. I thought this was very repetitive, but there is commentary from two robots in a very not exactly Glados, but like Microsoft Sam voice of everything that you're doing. They're like, oh, he took up those robots. And then the guy goes, did you know that robots have twins or humans have twins? And they go, what for? I don't know. And they just like to make these stupid crude jokes each time. Nice. So it actually kept it very clever and they didn't repeat. I was I was on round 35 or something and it didn't really repeat. So it, it felt pretty good to, to hear this kind of joke humor that actually felt fresh to me without being repetitive. And then there is visual storytelling that happens in the background. At one point they said, we are, we have like the king is over the, watching you over the arena. 
you're fighting these five robots and these three archers and you're doing the whole thing and you see the king say we have now found a new satellite that has some of some of the last humans we will be invading them and then a little billboard pops up on the side of the arena that says humans enslaved and the numbers just cranking up over and over while you're fighting these robots and you see Damn. like a little tv monitor that shows them invading the satellite and you're just like oh okay this is a this is a robot revolution and i'm a human in a robot's brain and i need to escape and it's like i, I kind of want to finish like, I, I don't know if there's an ending yet but i would like there to be that ending because it's pretty funny okay all right so i just added this to my wish list and <laughs> what the hell it's early access but the release date was march of 20 of 2017 it's been the works for a long time oh man yeah there's a lot yeah. of games like that <laughs> Clo- the clone going... drone in the in the danger zone surprised me it really i again i was kind of trying to write this off and i'm like well i think it's unfair for me to play this for like less than an hour so i'm gonna keep going and just see what happens here and it like popped that whole thing where i was escaping and they go get more humans to escape we can help you i'm like what okay and then i go back and oh the skill tree i i start over from scratch but it's expanded even more now okay now there's more things to do and it's like, oh okay i'm glad is- you didn't just give up like 20 minutes in like oh boy this sucks and then it turns yeah, you out you know how many betas and early uh, uh, access games I play that I'm just like, mm, bye. Yeah, I'm this sure. One, Clone drone in the danger zone is uh, something that was quality and surprised me, and I wrote up a, uh, a blurb about it for Third Coast Review. So uh, I recommend anyone try check that one out. Alec, uh, Alex, you, you wish list. Alex, 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 Alex. Danger zone. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, did you have a price on that, Alec? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that is just a taste of the things to come. I played. Uh, you would be surprised how many uh, early access games I played while I was out, guys. There's some homework coming. Awesome. But consider this week opening to the original MK movie. I don't get that reference, Getty. Can you explain it to me? A Taste of Things to Come, the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, God, you just I was, suck. I was thinking... You suck. <laughs> this is a podcast about video games and video game adjacent stuff. Mortal Kombat movie required reading. Watching. <laughs> yeah. I did not see the second one. Do you guys want to watch the second one? No. Maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe. All right, hold on. Let's take a break. We yeah. got to watch that second one. Hold on. All right. We'll be back. share of GameStop stock because you're looking real hot and then you're probably no you know I had a I had a really even dirtier joke to go with that but I'm not I'm gonna stop myself there good <laughs> it was gonna be about going down it's okay Ooh. <laughs> news we got the news this week we do first piece of news stuff happened uh, stuff is back no- to happening <laughs> nothing happens some nothing stuff is happens. still happening I know. 
Uh, well, Microsoft tries to double Xbox Live Gold prices, backpedals after big online backlash. I don't, I don't think that you need to backpedal. I mean, it's been the same price for a long time. The the point though is that, like Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, is such a price where doubling Xbox Live Gold makes it less cost effective than just buying Game Pass Ultimate. Now, I I wouldn't personally buy gold by itself just because the value I get from Xbox is the Game Pass stuff, and it's easy to bundle that in with gold with the Ultimate package. But somebody did make a good point that, uh, you know, this really affects, like, lower-income people (laughs) worst because they might be the ones still in at just the Xbox gold tier because it's all they can afford. So, so like, the Xbox Gold tier is specifically for online play, right? It's it's like PlayStation Plus. It's it's online play, and then there's a series of games every month yeah, that they dole out. That's yeah. painful, especially with doubling the price. If you are somebody that has a few dedicated games that you're going to play month to month, let's say yeah. you're on Madden, you're on NBA 2K, whatever we're at right now, or even Destiny 2, if you only have the subscription to play those games online, then this is like buying a whole nother game every month. That's yeah. I'm well, sorry, that's it, painful. And it's not only that, but apparently I didn't know this, but you have to have gold to play free to play games on Xbox. Yeah. Ooh. So what? that that's lousy. Like that, you know, the fact that you date keep off that too. I, I think PlayStation was that way too for some period of time, but we're at a point now where. It makes less and less rational sense to charge something as a access to online thing for these things. The only reason that they're still around is because they have these gated communities where they can paywall and get away with it. But it's miserable. Yeah, don't charge for multiplayer. I mean, that was like the big thing for until playstation plus came around was like oh i can still play multiplayer for free on playstation yeah do you need playstation plus to do multiplayer now what yeah you do at first you didn't at first it was just because it started during playstation 3 if i recall right and then it was just like the free games every month and then when they switched to PlayStation 4, that's when they started requiring it. They were able to sort of like Trojan horse that in <laughs> yeah. because Xbox was too busy imploding with the whole always online and forcing connect on people stuff. And so they were able to sort of like sneak that in without people not without people caring because they were too busy raging at Microsoft. Yep. Hmm. So that was a thing. That was a thing. And I, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough because, again, with the online backlash, they're, they're trying to make that uh, that goodwill with uh, with Game Pass. So, I mean, yeah, bundle it. Raise the price on all of it a little bit. Not double. Double's rough. Now, uh, or you could just put a computer in your brain like Gabe Newell wants to do. All right. Video games beyond what? Meat peripherals. I'm still on board for this. Plug me in. Uh, I'm on board. Let's get him and uh, Neuralink together. I just I just watched that episode of, of Black Mirror. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay. I think Joel and I talked about that one in depth. Yeah. We don't need to do that. No? <laughs> All right. 
We don't need to do that. Uh, I mean, actually, in fact, I shouldn't say that one episode because there are several. Oh, yeah. Th- there kind of are. Yeah, like half of that show is about living in some sort of simulation or alternate reality, uh, dystopian uh, eventuality we're going to reach. So with this in Cyberpunk 2077, let's ask a realistic question. How much are you willing to upgrade your body? Where do you stop? I was telling Hartwig this, like this this brings questions that are uncomfortable to me. Like I my mind goes to uh in near Automata, um at the village, there's the robot that has a busted leg or android that has a busted leg yeah. and he refuses to change it because he it's the last original part on him and he has having like an existential crisis about well if I remove this and replace it, am I still myself? <laughs> so like Oh the the ship of thesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll replace, I, I'll replace anything between the neck and the waist. There you go. You won't replace your legs. No. Wait. So does, does that include <laughs> your arms and shoulders? Yes. Because over, but you, but not That's your weird. Legs. No. Can Can I replace my legs with treads? Joel, you sure, me on this idea. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm already on board for robot eyes. Second that <laughs> well, I can I mean, convince Lisa, it's happening. Oh yeah, a whole new word, a whole new meaning to laser vision. Now here's one that's kind of fun. I recently saw an ad for an uh, for car for you know cars as you do different cars. Oh, this is the new car, whatever. And in the newest ad for cars, they have added a see-through screen that pops up above the dash. That oh, give- so like a a HUD. A HUD. They give you a HUD now. And that's nice. where I thought that was kind of wild because I think Joel, they can AR your they they showed ARing your Google uh, your Google uh, Maps. So that they seems add, distracting. That, that's <laughs> but it's see through, not for you. Come on, and and Joel, here people. it's clear screen, but imagine AR where you see your own you see the road, but it there'll be an arrow now AR'd onto the road pointing you where you need to go for Google Maps. I, mm. You don't have to look at your phone anymore. Damn it's it, just video games. Hunt. Why are you bringing yourself into my real life? Yeah, no, these uh, these have been ideas for a long time. They've got these in uh, motorcycle helmets and stuff, too. Yeah, but now it's getting consumer grade. It's going to be in a lot of other cars. Yeah. That's the next thing. You get a HUD. And you know what, Joel? It'll also show how many lives you have left. Yeah. You, you know, ammo <laughs> on the left side. Black, Black Mirror is a series of cautionary tales, and I, I don't know that I like us going down towards and those And then you're going to tell me that George Orwell knew what he was talking about. <laughs> you right. did know what he was talking about. Kojima. <laughs> That's for Kevin. No. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> I, I mean, Metal Gear Solid 2 will go down in history as like one of the most prescient pieces of uh, video game media and a cautionary <laughs> tale of voting for a president with octopus arms yeah yeah we haven't gotten there yet i don't Man. know you just grab them <laughs> joel tell me about holy shit gamestop stonks and how i have lost 200 dollars. <laughs> so i i know 300 if you count amc <laughs> I know Daddy Ouch. hates business, but like this, 
this has been a fascinating uh, road that. Yeah, I was wondering if down. we were going to touch on it, this. Let's we we ha- we have cliff to. notes. <laughs> yeah. All right, cliff notes. Okay, cliff notes. There is such a thing called shorting, where brokerage firms who do a lot of heavy investing with billions of dollars, they basically bet against stocks for businesses they think are going to continue to go down in value. So the idea is that like it's it's almost like borrowing money against the bank so to speak and then when they're able to sell it at a lower cost they recoup that and then gain a little money well people at the subreddit wall street bets which is like uh, a shit posting and stocks circle jerking <laughs> subreddit basically somebody there right. somebody there noticed that uh people had shorted the gamestop stock a hundred and forty percent. So, so the idea is that like they shorted more stock than what existed in the market, and so they all decided to pile on and buy the stock to inflate the price for two reasons: one, because they were shorted, it meant that it would help boost the stock price quickly, and two, it completely bones the investment firm that shorted the stock. To, to the point where they were where they had like billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars, and in the past week they've eradicated their entire earnings for that uh, investment firm. the The continuation of this nightmare is that uh, since it got more media scrutiny since then, uh, uh, some of the stock uh, apps they started restricting buying of GameStop. Uh, GameStop and uh, AMC, as Alex mentioned, uh, there's been a whole bunch of uh, panic around that, and it, it's still ongoing. But like, this, it's this crazy odyssey that like just fascinated me for the last couple days. And I don't know about you guys, but like, it's what spurred me on to like look into some investing in the stocks. Um, no GameStop yet. Um, I might buy some AMC when they actually open that back up if it's still under 10. But uh, I, I I wonder how much this is going to spur more people into showing interest in that kind of stuff, though. Well, I actually just uh, saw that there's been a class uh, class action lawsuit against Robinhood for its restriction on yep. GameStop stonks. Yep. And uh, some politicians turned uh, full-time Twitterers have all said that they're interested in investigating this too. So it's weird. Like Robin Hood was the one that started with like the restrictions of stock buying. And, you know, you, you have to wonder like what, what the vested interest was that like, cause the, it obviously pissed off the customers. That app is ba- bankrolled by some of the inst- investment institutions so like there's some incentive there to try to hedge some of the losses there and then there's the government so it's like well who where are the stress points being you know pinpointed at right now but like it's just a fascinating story and i i revel in the idea that just a bunch of shitheads on reddit tanked an investment firm it just it made my weight yeah yeah well you know uh, it's it's something that I, I I've actually been doing the stock since COVID hit, and uh, this was enough for me to be like, oh man, I did make some good. I, I I this is all very funny to me seeing everything that was going on and being like, oh okay, this is 
it is it is a wild happening and as of right now GameStop stock is starting to make a climb back to upward is it going oh. back up again mm-hmm. well well what ha- from what i read part of what helped the stock take a dive is that these apps not allowing purchases which allowed this investment firm to go again and short more stocks so it dumped the uh, value of the stock between that and some people panicked selling so like if some of these people are all in and there's some dude that has like 11 million dollars in GameStop stock right now just because of how how inflated the value is now and like he shared screenshots of saying like I'm holding or I might even buy more and this is not investment advice (laughs) but like they I think this collective are pretty much all in for the long haul don't take investment advice from us. We're no. video games and video game adjacent. Not money. Not money. No. My my life is proof that it's not money. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, some news that Getty is interested in is Kevin Hart joining the Borderlands movie. It's not confirmed as Roland. That wouldn't make Yes, sense. it is. Is it? Is it? Yep. That How doesn't exciting make is that? Why doesn't He's... that make any sense? Because Roland's big and tall, and Kevin Hart's tiny and skinny. It's gonna be. It, it's just Kevin Hart's voice. Dwayne Johnson is actually acting. There we go. I have no idea if that's true. That's not true at all. <laughs> it's completely asinine. And Roland is very serious. He's very. Excuse deadpan. me. My he- ass is a ten. <laughs> so who's Jack Black playing? Uh, we'll find out. I gotta say, Joel... He'll play Brick. I hate the idea of those Jumanji movies. Every time I see them, I'm like, that's stupid. Even why make a a sequel on the stupidity? And I've seen them both, and they are delightful. Yes. Yeah, I was just saying, I've heard nothing but good things. Those are good movies. They're really delightful. I I think you're by it. Your bias is from uh, the original with Robin Williams, which I get. That's also why I haven't bothered. absolutely fantastic. Like... I've heard nothing but good things from people from my parents to actual people who have, you know, some proximity to our age. But Yeah, and that kind of goes along. I think that the guy, I have a bias against Kevin Hart, too. For some reason, I just don't want to like him. But I can't. He's, again, delightful. Every time I've seen him, he's generally pretty funny and uh, hits me pretty hard on that. All the bone. more excitement for this movie hype. I mean, to be honest, the only reason I can actually picture who Kevin Hart is is because of all the shenanigans between him and The Rock. Like, uh, I don't so actually I think they were, in a, they were in a movie or two together. Besides... So, so with this... Uh, yeah, they had that one CIA movie where... No, yeah. you guys didn't see that one? I am so out of touch with movies no I, i'm agreeing yeah. with you yes oh you did see it yeah dwayne johnson like works for the cia and he tried to tries to convince kevin hart to help him with a criminal investigation that one's kind of fun he has to teach him yeah, yeah but they knew each other in high school and that's like part of the premise for the movie mm. so we we know this movie is pretty much confirmed going to happen now um do we do how, we? how yes how many stock how many GameStop stocks does arona owe me now Ooh, is that how we're doing it? Three fifteen dollars worth. 
now maybe by uh, the end I'm, of this yeah <laughs> well but i but you know we'll see we'll see you know if you let's take a break and if we watch hard, long and hard enough you're gonna end up owing me money let's be right back We're back, back with the backlog blog where we play games that might be satire, might not be. Probably we'll satire. It's probably satire. Uh, I went away and came back having beaten Axiom Verge. Oh, you finished it? Uh, okay. Yeah, that was on tw- oh, that was on the man. 2020 beat list. Uh, I snuck it in there at the end. Axiom Verge. Uh, it, it's been on my list for a while. I bought it on Vita. I bought it on PC. <laughs> And I'm like, one of these days I'm going to play it. Bought it on Switch. Finally, finally beat Axiom Verge. Uh, not for the a difficulty spike, just in the backlog. It is a Metroidvania that looks heavily inspired by Metroid. Yeah. Which kind of fit my yeah. 2020 because I beat Super Metroid. Finally. <laughs> Bitterly, he beat it. So it, it, for me, it was... Yeah, that was, just, that was a spike beat. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just one of those things that, like, I now got the references. I'm like, oh, I get Super Metroid now, at least to a certain degree. So now I can play Axiom Verge, and I see a lot more of the love to it and the the throwbacks and the look and the style. And I thought that Axiom Verge, being one of those uh, Super Metroid-style games, does a lot of neat uh, things with the ability system. You know, in Metroid, you get the different, you know, different kinds of guns and bombs and all that stuff, but... Axiom Verge gives you a little bit more in the movement space. You get dashes that go through walls, that glitch through walls, and uh, you know you, they, you use that in a lot of ways to go you know upwards through platforms and find hidden segments. Uh, they also blockade you using glitches, where it looks like the game is glitched, and you have to use specific bombs that will blow away the glitches. And hmm. it just it does a lot. I kind of thought it might be a satire because it starts at like, oh, you were like a scientist and then you get sucked into this other world. But it ends up not being really – it ends up being like a, oh, there were these aliens and you're in another dimension and you have to fight all this the, – the fight the hmm. invasion. But who's really the villain? There's a lot going on. Yeah, the ending <laughs> threw me a bit through a loop. Apparently there's a couple different endings. I'm not positive. And, and, you're, and you're like a clone of you, but you are evil? So the villain is a is is the original you, and you're a clone, or yeah. something something to that something effect. Something like that, yeah. That sounds bonkers. Well, um, so what was re- what really sets this apart from other Metroidvanias in the genre, I guess, is that they there are you can't get everything in any given playthrough. There are certain weapons that are randomized based in the hidden areas you find oh really you can, yeah you can only get um two or you can only get like two out of three or two out of whatever of these per run that just certain ones show up in the the, the distortions so do the abilities affect what like gates or doors you can open 
Yes. Not the random ones, but okay. the, the random standard ones. ones. All right, all right. Does that really fascinated me? The idea, like you could have a random run where you can only go down certain paths, kind of fascinates me. But if not that, then oh. no. Yeah. Otherwise, you can get through the whole game. Um, they actually just did a new content update a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. where they introduced a randomizer for it. Oh yeah, Most, a built-in okay. randomizer because they want you to be able to have those the the because there are bonus weapons that just make some of those bosses easy mode right th- those are the random ones that i was talking about yeah mm-hmm. so but the- so if you don't get them in a randomizer then you're kind of you 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 now have to do different tactics yeah okay. hmm. and there's a lot of people who play these games they get good at them they're doing speed runs and they're doing randomized runs. Same thing with like Metroid, where your first power up might not be bombs, and you have to know how to wall jump to get out from where they are. Or, you know, you might wind up getting the plasma where the charge beam is, things like that. But it's now built into this game. Most other randomizers, you have to manipulate the files manually. And they're, yeah, I, I, they're probably also trying to like cap out the content because the second one's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so this, yeah, this was part of it. Yeah. He, he actually, uh, on the Axiom Verge's blog, posted it, uh, Thomas Happ. What were you going to say, Joel? Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. I, I was just going to say, I know that when this first came out, there was a plenty amount of uh, buzz from credits on it. Although it was at a time where, like, indies hadn't really taken off the same way they are now. There isn't quite the uh, deep pool of different Metroidvanias and stuff to pull from. I, I wouldn't even call this Metroidvania. It looks more like just a straight-up Metroid uh, yeah. sort of homage. Um, have you guys... No. Sorry. <laughs> no, I haven't. Sorry, I just heard. I heard a noise in the back. I was like, "What the hell's happening?" Have you guys? Um, <laughs> are, you, are you guys considering playing the second one when it comes out? Then, or is oh, it just something absolutely, that... absolutely. I'll have to play okay. the first one. I I didn't. This was enjoyable. Yeah, I like hearing about randomized BS. <laughs> I I've I've already got myself neck deep in one Metroidvania, so I don't know if I sh- it would be smart for me to. Pick uh, you should be right able now, to burn but... through the rest of Hollow Knight pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's only yeah. doing it on stream. Yeah. Right, but it, I'll yeah I'll get through it, and I'm not afraid to jump into this net. It's just uh, I I'm trying to avoid playing too many of one genre at a time because it kind of screws with me. The Metroidvanias have been a, a really good. Like a feel, like a, they've they've been what makes what may, like what it's a they're they're a feel good genre at the moment for me. They're just like a war, they're warm soup belly. I that and uh, JRPGs because you know I play like I you know first person and you know different style Western RPGs and you know action hero games and all that stuff and even you know uh, the, whatever. But the idea being <laughs> yeah, that <whatever>. like this <laughs> the the United States of whatever. Um, <laughs> It just, yeah, it just, it's just one of those things that I, I, I come back to that and I just feel at home. It's your comfort food game. Yeah. Like every, you know, you, you sort of lean into your wheelhouse. So like Metroidvanias for you, JRPGs for me, it's fighters or rocket lead. I mean, it, it's just, I don't even know what I play. So you play everything, Getty. That's you not allowed. Everything. everything. 
I yeah, I these fit nicely into my my zone because it's also got like I love roguelikes and it, it's kind of the way these go, but you know. Yeah, I would say roguelikes were were like a lot of your genre as well. Yeah. Now, continuing on, uh, there's also another journey happening on the back end, and that oh, long yeah. journey is Getty becoming like a dragon. Exactly <laughs> like a dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm so this game hyped. Is insane. I, I have not played. I, I've only played uh, like like three out four hours into a Yakuza game, and, and that was like Yakuza Zero, but. I've always followed the zaniness. I've always known what's going on. I've always heard and looked into and researched all the craziness that these games bring. And Yakuza Like a Dragon, I was like, Getty, Getty, you got, like, I'm so hyped that you're enjoying this. What is the newest, what is, what are you hyped on today? So did you, you didn't listen to last week's episode. So last week I gave like Joel a rundown (laughs) of all the stupid, crazy mini games that I encountered so far, which include... Uh, because Alec wasn't here either. But there's Mario Kart. Uh, mm-hmm. There's the <laughs> the theater where you try not to fall asleep. I, I don't think I got to talk about that. <laughs> That's but, solid. Uh, but it's, like, really creepy because there's, like, sheep-headed men that are uh, assailing you with sleep waves. I don't know. you got to stay awake. Uh, <laughs> and you have to hit the button prompts, but then you'll see men come up that are dressed like sheep and you ha- you can't hit them no no wait, no it's the though the guys the dressed rooster. like roosters yeah that you can't hit their button prompts because you want them to keep you awake but like they actually look super creepy so some of the other stuff that i did this last week um i i mentioned that there's a pokemon aspect to the game so i've been running around the streets trying to fill out my my super jittery man index to try and find more of the crazy psychopaths that uh, populate the street. I, I did find, like, a, a guy that was wearing a sign. Like a... I, I don't even think that people do it anymore, but, like, the literal sign that sits on your chest and... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. So, the sandwich yeah. board. Yeah, yep. like that. I, I encountered a guy like that just today. Um... What else? Uh, oh, Poundmates. All right, so everybody's familiar with Postmates, right? Yeah. Yep. So in this game, instead of, you know, ordering food or items, you order some guy to come beat down your enemies, and it's called Poundmates. Yeah. I've unlocked nice. four of the Poundmate allies so far. One of them's a crawfish, straight up. It just Jack rains office. crawfish on you, and it's <laughs> it's like the the crawfish is named like Nancy. There's summons, right? Yeah, that's your summon. That's your summons. So uh, that's pound mates. Yeah, they show up and they. But uh, there's like the regular guy. Uh, I got a sumo wrestler from doing a side mission. Uh, I got the man in the the diaper. Another side mission. So <laughs> yep. it became pretty apparent that to unlock the pound mates people. You have to complete side missions, which isn't a problem for me because you know I'm going to do it. But how much karaoke have you done? I have done one, but I really enjoy the social like dialogues that you get by going to the bar. So 
a whole nother aspect of the game is that your yep. party members will be like, oh, hey, let's go to the bar. And then everybody has, like, a, an ongoing story. So, like, the, the washed-up officer that you have on your team, like, his is that he's been giving money to this kid who he helped with the wrongful conviction of his father and his father committed suicide. All right. So that's that one's all right. It's a pretty serious storyline. The other one with the other homeless guy that you hang out with, Naba, his is, or maybe it's Nanba, but either way, this guy, he got really out of control one night, went to the bar and drank like the $1,000 bottle of scotch that they have on the shelf. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. And like his storyline is that, all right, so he drank it and then he filled it up with like piss water because he didn't want to have to replace it. And as you do like more quests and you can work on your affection with him and then you can reveal the next part of the story. So I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens with that. But honestly, I, I know, like, I know, I know the end of that story. <laughs> this, Good. this shit is out of control. Like I, there is once there's one section where you can like go to a restaurant and whoever, depending on who, what the restaurant is, they'll have dialogue, Yes. but then they'll stop midway and say, well, we're at Korean barbecue. What should would make this even better? And you have like three options, more beef, water, or it's fine as it is. And you can talk to your members of your crew to, to get hints and you have to pick one. And if you get it right, then they give you bonus dialogue story hints points. And it's like, wait, what you said? A, Maybe we should add more so, beef to this Korean barbecue. One last thing, because I'm going to come back to this. I haven't even, like, touched the, the actual story of the game. But one more of the mini story, baby, like, side Baby missions. in a bus station lockbox. That is actual main what? story. That's main story. What? That's main story. All right. We're not going to touch the main story. <laughs> one more thing. So I, I think I tweeted or I told you guys in, like, the G-chat the vocational school that you can go to. So mm. you do quizzes to get certificates. All right. So the, the questions, they can be kind of difficult. They're mostly trivia stuff. But if you succeed, like the over the top, like your character, like gets the envelope and he like unsheathes the, the piece of paper and it's like, ah, you did it. And then four random dudes run up to you and they're like, oh my God, we're going to lift you up and throw you in the air. <laughs> every time you succeed it's like you're the man you're the man and the we all the need graphics that graphics kind of are so ridiculous that the people look real to the point where it's creepy yeah <laughs> same with same with oh, the, wow. the sheep guy that shows up but god this game Getty, like that's, that's every time how... i'm like oh this is this is pretty interesting this is and then they just like out of control so uh, yeah, I'm I'm really glad uh, that you're enjoying. I hate you, like a dragon. <laughs> I love this game. I, I, I literally I love it. I can't wait until you find the giant Roomba. You don't even know if I'm telling the truth. Oh or not. my god, I'm sure that you are. I'm pretty sure that's going to be like another pound mate summons. I could have just said whatever bullshit. It would have been. Yeah, it, it would have been. Would have made sense. You gotta you gotta message me when you get to the boardroom meetings where you have to do investor meetings um, yeah. that you have to fight off a bunch of board members and you use the, uh, your special attacks are, I'm so sorry, sorry. And I am extremely sorry. Please forgive me. 
I've heard uh, good things about that. Um, Anthony said that those board meetings were his favorite part of this game. The the okay, so the Yakuza series that is, it's always kind of a a, a serious serious story, but um, it's filled with these mini games, and that they, they all have had these mini games. The the Mario the the Mario Kart one isn't new. Um, and a lot of times you end up managing a baseball team and you have to replace players and it's got this I think crazy... I'm just so surprised by the amount of stuff that it's throwing on the table. It's like, yeah. hey, do you like Mario Kart? Hey, do you like Pokemon? And the thing is, it was <laughs> yeah. like, while, while Joel, this sounds ridiculous, the, mm-hmm. amount, the amount of detail and story and different pieces that, that you can miss and it's fine, but the level of content that you get from it is so rewarding that a lot of people end up doing very like large amounts of the yakuza game like oh i'm gonna play one, one yakuza game but one more i want to do every mini game the what? another mini game you guys have been to the arcade with the crane games yeah, yeah. straight up you can play crane games in this <laughs> Like I mentioned, uh, the, I mentioned the karaoke because when they do the karaoke, you're didn't the right button prompts kind of like a guitar hero. But in the background, all of a sudden the lights flash and like your characters all have long hair and you're wearing leather jackets and he's wailing on the guitar and you're like, this is ridiculous. I don't understand what they're saying. This is like a Japanese. It seems a very cheesy music and they're like in the beginning they're kind of singing very stiff and all of a sudden the fire fire shooting out of his guitar just breaks out of nowhere and you're like, man, this is just fantastic stuff to find it's great this you need to play this it seems like the most fascinating series that i'll probably never play I mean, and well i mean the thing is though joel is that zero through five you don't like it's one story and six mm-hmm. is they have references to the other ones but it's completely unnecessary okay so okay. six so is zero completely through new. five uh yeah there's yeah. there is yakuza zero of course. Hey, if you've well, got there was Game one Pass, th- they have a shit ton That's of a them prequel. On there, so. Yeah. Is that how it was? Yes. The prequel? A, yeah, the prequel. And they have remastered most of them, to the and the ones they didn't remaster are modern enough that they still kept the modern sensibilities to be a, like decent games. Mm-hmm. But 6 is a good starting point, which is like a dragon, because yeah. it's, it's a new character, a new series. Like, this is, okay. this is good. If you like JRPGs then this is a nice jumping off point for the series i'm sure i don't know how much i'm gonna fall into the other ones after this but i i'm gonna be at this one for a while guys you can count on check-ins with me for the next (laughs) month or two i don't know because even i started doing part-time hero stuff i don't even know what that Mm. means but i like it (laughs) well i mean joel you like beat-em-ups i mean so if you like a 3D beat 'em up, like a Devil May Cry, or like um, something, uh, I'm trying to think. What are like what are some good 3D beat 'em ups? Bouncer, Joel? bouncer, sure. Uh, Bayonetta, Metal Gear Rising. No. So then uh, you bouncer. would like then you would like more the original because that is what <laughs> the, that series. That's what the, it's not a JRPG. It's that combat. Okay, I'll 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 check. I think they're on Game Pass now. I'll check they are that out. all of them. Are. They just check added. Like is, is bound. Is I'll... Bouncer a legit good game, or is that like a meme? Joel, don't fuck with me. I just <laughs> I just burned our F word for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sorry. <laughs> Joel, you don't have to play this game. I loved it back in the day. It was three separate stories, three different characters, mm-hmm. and each of them had different movesets, and you couldn't get the full story from playing through it any one way. 
and it was okay. 3D beat 'em up. I liked it a lot. Okay. PlayStation Two. PlayStation Two. Get it. See now I'm gonna have to look into it because I'm I'm real curious. Yeah, but you have to bust out a PlayStation Two. I don't even think they ever uh, ported it to any of the other systems. So. I guess it doesn't matter because I'm not buying anything this yeah, year. Yeah, see? It, it's all going into stonks. <laughs> <laughs> stonks! Playing that stonk market. Okay. getting us out of here into two uh mini segments mini mini segments the first mini segment presidential pardon where we each pardon a video game character now i have chosen bk from donut county hashtag bk did nothing wrong that's legit people ordered a donut and he delivered just the whole though it doesn't that, that's what they ordered they ordered it he delivered y'all welcome i Joel? need to finish that game it was so good for like the hour it's, i played it's real good uh I, i've actually i got a few so bear with me oh um no just, no, just no you're three. not trump just three. One. three okay two two okay all right six okay yoshi not for tax fraud for uh child trafficking Okay. Oh, good. That's okay. a call. That's solid. Okay. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Kirby for identity theft. Okay. Wow, you took this yeah. in much more of a fun direction than I did. That was very <laughs> I was good. Literally very serious about this one. I picked Abby from The Last of Us Two. Uh, I mean, you got to protect your family. So fair. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there's no, there's no laws in the wasteland. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> There ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. That too. That also too. Alec, you got a pardon for us? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to pardon the Burger King for being creepy and giving people heart attacks by sneaking up on them with burgers. I mean, yeah. If I had a heart if I if I was shocked because that sneak king was right behind me but then he handed me a Whopper, I'd probably be okay with it. Still creepy. Um, I like Whoppers though. They're okay. Whopper. And I'd like to hear, uh, Joel, can you pull up Twitter and pull up some of the responses of other people? Did we get uh, more? We actually, no, we ran through those last week. You would have known out if you watched the, listened to the oh, episode. Oh, okay. Then we're good. Snap. <laughs> Sorry. Then it's time for, for video game homework. Oh, it is disappointment time. Back to homework. Video game homework, fools. It's time. I want the record right. to show that I believe in the Montessori school, and that's why I didn't assign any homework this last time. <laughs> I want the record to show that I played Undertale, so therefore I'm exempt from this video game. Not how this not. works. Video game homework. <laughs> Where Alex assigns I punishment. Want you, is it a this, robot named Fight? And one of the few times this is going to require a purchase. Oh... <laughs> uh... Oh, well, then I can't purchase these games in my Steam cart right now. Joel, this doesn't count. Joel, this doesn't count. This doesn't count. And worst case, I'll gift it to you. I don't care. (laughs) 
the so game. Don't let your this wife is my part. This is my pardon from my <laughs> New Year's resolution. The game. Okay. The Stanley Parable. I might have that. This is the one that the Alex Stanley... plays every year. No, that's and that was uh, that was uh, I almost I, I that was one of the games I wanted to make you guys play, which was uh, I mean uh, Thomas was the, alone. Is Thomas the demo alone. sufficient? Can I just like get the demo? No, but the game is like an hour. I want at least two endings from each of you. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh you don't need bucks? to buy me a thing. I already own it. On what? Yeah. Uh, Steam. It must have been dirt cheap at some point. It or part was of because it is one of the Gary's Mod games. Ah, okay. All right. uh, I, I played it last year on the beat list, and I think it does something that I saw, the main Getty saw in um, Welcome to Elk, which it takes what you do in video games and flips it on its head. What does it mean to be a protagonist in a video game? What does it mean for you to, to, be a, to do the tutorial? What does it mean to play the game? And the Stanley Parable asks you that question. What does it mean that you're playing this oh, game? Why is it $15? I feel like Alex right, has me what, by the short hairs. That that's what I'm sitting here looking at it. I'd I'd rather buy one of the other games in my cart. Right? The Stanley Because you know what? Orion Will of the Wisps is only ten dollars. Hashtag ad. That's a really good game. Uh and it's a really good Metroidvania. So that <laughs> So that is your video game homework. All right, so Stanley when's it do? Um, you know, I'll give you two or three weeks, whichever you feel comfortable with. Because it is, again, an hour the first run, and you could probably get the second run in like half an hour. I'll but see if it goes on sale before then. It's not That's going fine. to. <laughs> That's fine. There, there, there's a Chinese New Year coming up. Maybe Steam does something for that. So, with that, let's move on to one last thing. One last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us into the weekend, new listener, into the weekday. For me, uh, I'm using my PlayStation 5 to play all those games I missed on my PlayStation 4. That's what I'm doing. Oh, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man's pretty good, too. Joel? I, I was going to ask you, too, if you're playing Nino Cooney still, but I just saw Deddy's note, and <laughs> clearly he is. Um, I I have fell off that game hard. Are you guys planning on finishing that? Yes. Cause, yes. Is that okay. a real question? Okay, so... I'm I'm no. I'm actually I'm actually probably like three hours behind Getty. Really? Okay. Then I only like got... hours right now. Oh no, I'm not that. I, I just got the boat. You just got the boat. I have gotten the boat. I lost the boat. I got the boat back. I went f- backwards in time, and I just got the spell uh, to go forwards right. in time. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I regret asking. Uh, I'll uh, uh I'll soldier on just because I want to be able to Alex, <laughs> keep up, uh, but. Just because I want to hijack this segment a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. we probably need to do like a check-in on it, but um, I'll say that I like Nino Kuni again. I, uh, I'm i at the point where I don't like it. Yeah. And I, I, I just now, I've, I've been at that point since the, I don't know, did I even finish the intro? When does the intro officially end for Nino Kuni? When you, when you get to the 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 sewer. Uh, I didn't even finish the intro then. What the hell? I, no, I the thought forest. once you get, the forest. Yeah, you get to the forest. Once you get to Elseworld or whatever we're calling it, 
I feel like that's yeah, the, the end of the intro. I mean, it's still like a lot of intro stuff after that because you get the punch card so you can jump in the menu. Actually, the jump has like world. very little impact of anything. So Yeah, you don't use the jump. You know what the fun part about the jump is? When you jump upstairs, it looks really cool, but when you jump downstairs, you don't go any quicker. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Nino Kuni, it just it just requires a lot of grind, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I got to the uh, part I... where I've been grinding enough and I was like, "All right, I've been stupid about it." So I'll grind after I level up the characters before, uh, so I can level up the characters before the next boss fight, and now I feel much better about it. Yeah, you do have to, like, put on a TV show and just kind of sit there. Yep. That's what I did. If if I'm going to grind, I'm going to dig. And there's new content coming up, two new biomes. Alec, this is your one last thing, I assume? (laughs) Rock and stone! (laughs) Yep. Very good. Very good. And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we got Sunday, Super Speed Sunday, Rockin' Stone Monday, sorry for party rockin', 2D Tuesday. Uh, we have a triumphant return. Uh, at this, By the time you're listening to this, we will have a, a triumphant return to Divinity Original Sin Wednesday. I don't remember the name. I'm not going to remember the name of that show. Keeping it together. With Kevin and Sam. Wait, today's Thursday, and this drops... They're not doing it today. This drops on Sunday. They're not doing it this week. They're doing it next week. So so, so they still won't have it by the time... Exactly. No, I'm saying it's coming back. There we go. (laughs) That's that's how the sausage is made. Friday... Friday, you bastards. <laughs> Friday, we got nothing. Do we have Friday? What, what is Friday? Somebody just Friday. I'll do Friday. What's Friday supposed to be? Okay. Usually it's just Hartwig's uh, party. Like, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, Hart- we don't have a... When... We don't have... Tuesday. No, we have everything now. Monday. We don't have a Thursday. Which is... This w- is our Thursday. W day. Yeah, Kevin's going to be doing something with Fridays. He's still planning it out. He said he might go to Witcher. He might I don't know. No one knows what he's doing. We got Kingdom Hearts Saturday. I'm sorry, Joel. That sucks. <laughs> Chain of memory so far is actually a decent Hey, game. Alex, maybe listen to the last episode so that, you know, we don't have to reiterate it this week. It, it, it is his transition from a punishment to a mildly amusing. So I'm halfway through. That's good. That's we're on good. the up and up. If you'd like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is superggradio at gmail.com. And provide a review on iTunes or the meme stonks of your choice. It's a weird word. Thanks for listening. GG Joel. Hold him. GG Getty. GG. GG Alec. <laughs> GG. Good night, everybody. Good night. Dun, 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 dun. Is a